Introducing Built to Last, a new podcast by American Express. I'm Elaine Welteroff, and I'm excited to host the debut season where we will be deep diving into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, we'll hear how the Black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses and communities. Join us for the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Available in three colors, its thin light design, built-in HD camera, and touchscreen turns any space into your workspace. More at surface.com slash laptop go. What's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of the 300 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kyle Maggio. Fresh off a heater with my buddy after a nice weekend, Jensen Cole. What's going on? Not much, Kyle. I'm wearing all red today because I'm trying to get red hot like you are. Not all of us can be like you lately in the sports betting industry. So, RIP to the streak, uh, the infamous streak from last week. Uh, we, got, we got to nine in a row. We, we got you nine NBA picks, and, and not just any picks. I was, if you listened to the pod last week, you knew how confident I was in a lot of those picks. Unsure why. The slate just made a lot of sense to me, and I just really liked what I was going after. So, uh, Ultimately did lose on the Heat's tragic second-half collapse to the Bucks. Uh, Clippers bounced me back. So we finished last week through the weekend 10-1. and one. Not bad, all things considered. I'll take it. So we're going to try to leverage that into some Ws this week. We're trying to be cautious as these are, you know, games where some teams don't really care, uh, where, you know, they're resting a lot of guys and sort of punting uh, the W. So we're going to try to be cautious as we go through these games here and try to be, you know, aware of those things but on that note we got a decent slate today i think there's a couple games that you know i could punt away but the first one you know start right off with a a bank here we got okc versus the red hot literally phoenix suns um what's your gut take on this because bubble booker's been balling deandre ayton's been balling bridges has been balling the suns literally can't lose they've decided they don't know how they don't remember how to lose uh it's an entirely new team Devin Booker's a top three player might not be two or three anymore no one really knows what's happening in the bubble this guy's out of control but that being said OKC as you know we respect tough team especially against the spread especially when we're talking about the Vegas odds so what do you like in this one because I'm still unsure I'm still on the fence Kyle so the line opened up with actually Suns uh favored uh, minus two uh, against, you know, despite the fact that they're red hot, undefeated in the bubble, I still think the Thunder are the better team. Let's not get too, too ahead of ourselves. Big D-Book fan. The line has since shifted a, an additional five and a half points in the Suns' favor. Is Am I missing something? Did something just come out for this line to uh, switch like crazy? I know Steven Adams is out. Big loss for the Thunder. Big staple in their lineup right there. But I'm very tempted to fade the hot Suns and just get OKC at plus seven and a half in the early game against the Suns. I really like that. So I might be taking OKC plus seven and a half, unless I see like, like CP3 is out. That would be the only thing that uh, I would not want to take it. But I like the matchups. Um, who's going to defend Aiden, Aiden without without uh, Steve Adams in and, you know, a pretty weak center core for the Thunder there? Not sure, but D-Book has an absolute heat check. He'll be taking majority of the shots so, anyway. And Thunder have some guys that match up well defending him. So I really like Thunder plus seven and a half. So 
the the thing with the Thunder today, in addition to Stephen Adams, SGA is out with the calf. Danilo Gallinari is out with an ankle. Uh, Stephen Adams is out problem. with a leg. Nerlens Noel is out with an ankle. Uh, and this is before, and everybody's now wondering about Chris Paul. So while I'm I'm all aboard the logic of the Thunder, and I think even still that's a scrappy enough team, that's tough when most of the reason why they've been good is now going to be out. So seven is still a lot for them to be playing the Suns, though. Even with so the- hear me out, Thunder. Thunder. Here's I'm looking at some seedings. It's a must win for the Suns, right? They need to win anyway got it, uh, got to, it. Get that, to get that playing game for the. There's four teams vying for that eight spot in the, in the in the West. The Thunder are only a game back from the four seed. So right now they're 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 the five. They're playing the Rockets. They're only a half game ahead of the six seed, the Jazz. Would it be in the Thunder's best interest to potentially lose and then rather face the Nuggets instead of the Rockets? I think so. I mean, CP3 was in the stands last night watching the Rockets, maybe getting their head a little bit. But what do you think, if you're, if you're a player on the Thunder right now, if you're a Thunder organization, would you rather play Nuggets round one or Rockets round one? I would rather play, listen, I would rather play the Nuggets. And you know, I'm, I'm long on the, uh, the Jokic slander train. You, I, this is well known. This has been an ongoing beef between me and that pudgy center. But they are a very good team. It's just I don't believe in them having another gear in the playoffs. I just don't. And I think I, the Rockets would be a more terrifying opponent because, as you know, in the playoffs, you have to be very reliant on your stars and your superstars. This is not business as usual. This is not play free-flowing basketball. We saw the Nuggets struggle last postseason. They had a dogfight with the Blazers. They lost to. So, you know, they're – they're weaker is the way I would now, put it. But So hear me out. I'd rather play the Nuggets too. And, you know, the Suns are a must win. Even if they win today, they then have to continue to win to get that eight spot. And the Jazz are now heavily favored against the Mavs second game of the day because Luka and KP are out. So if the Thunder are only half game ahead of the Jazz and they're looking at Jazz are likely going to win, are they almost throwing the towel in this game and saying we're going to lose and we'd rather have this close with the sixth spot, not even care about the Suns potentially getting the eight because they'd get knocked on one anyway? That's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from it. Okay, so, so then I, I feel like a lot. That, that, I feel like, like there's a lot of punting kind of going on today. Through this, right? And so that seems like that would be the logic of, as to why, you know, it makes sense why then the Suns are minus seven and a half, but maybe they only lose by like four and it's a bad beat for a lot of people. Thread the needle a bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till tip off. I'll see what my gut feels. I'll gut check. I'll see if there's any more announcements. If CP3 is playing, uh, he's a competitor. I'll want to win. But it, I do think that the Thunder would probably rather play Nuggets in round it's, one. It's, it's a lot. It's a big sprint, and that, you know that's normally what you and I first look at. We just look at what's the biggest line that doesn't really make a lot of sense here. I understand a lot of OKCs out. The Suns are still the Suns at the end of the day, and while they are absolutely scorching and red hot, you'd have to assume at some point their luck would run out. There's no problem even with a depleted Thunder team for me to think that you guys could bet you know, seven and a half points on, on the Thunder and it'd be a bad bet. Like If you lose because the Suns are going to blow them out, okay, the Suns haven't blown many teams out because they haven't won a lot this year. So, again, <laughs> the Red Hot, different team in the bubble for sure, and you guys know that I've been a big Suns eight in Booker respecter, but seven's a lot of points just in general yeah. when we're talking the about main, betting. So there's nothing wrong with the, that. The main delineating factor here is must win for the Suns, not a must win for the Thunder. The resting yeah. out players, clearly, whether they actually need to rest them up or not, Nerland's Noel, I don't know. He's actually been a pretty – it's nice to see him find somewhere because he would have been, more, you know – a historic bus in, in the, those four, five draft picks that the Sixers had that they blew. All right. So we'll touch base on that. I may take thunder plus seven and a half, but uh, you know, my, my, my logic is kind of leaning towards it makes sense to actually bet the Suns there. So 
what else we got? Mavs, Jazz, don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Porzingis and Luka, the best duo in the NBA. There, I said it. No, I'm kidding. They're not the best. But they are one of the most fun to watch. Uh, they're, uh, KP, you know I'm a huge KP guy, despite him leaving our beloved Knicks. Uh, and because stuff has came out that it wasn't he wasn't the bad guy, I do want to bring that back to the table there. But we can have a whole other five-hour-long episode discussing that because I know you're a much bigger Knicks fan than I am myself. Not touching the Mavs jazz there. Raptors, Bucks, we got to see who's healthy and who's playing because that is an, an awesome potential Eastern Conference Finals matchup, barring maybe the Celtics making some noise uh, as well. We got to talk about that one because I don't know, you know, uh, Bucks are minus seven. Do you see anything, any reason to want to touch that game if, uh, if there's players that are all seemingly fully healthy and they want to give themselves a good playoff look? What was it, Bucks minus seven? Bucks minus seven, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I, I've been trying to check for who would be out for the Raptors and I don't really see – a hell of a lot unless I'm missing something right now. But if the Raptors are going to be at full strength and they're playing the Bucks at full strength or just about, seven's a lot of points for what, to me, is the strongest team in the East right now. Um, it, it doesn't – and, again, I'll go back and check in case somebody's out. But if if the Raptors are at full strength, I just don't know how you bet against them. They, they, this, is a points, team that, yeah. this, this isn't a team that gets beat very easily, and when they do – they don't get blown out. The defense is very good. So well coached. They don't depend on one person. It's very much a, a strength in numbers type team. And, and they really just play off of those dynamic guards up top and Pascal Siakam. So it's it's tough for me to think that the Bucks are going to be able to control all that and and blow them out, basically, is what the line's telling me. It's either Bucks, it's either a confusing line because they think the Bucks are going to win in commanding fashion, or, again, it's always the opposite way where they're trying to play you and it's a clear Raptors right. victory and – they're, they're trying to blow smoke up our butts. So right. I, I see, uh, I see, I'm Lopez putting on, I see Brooke Lopez putting on a clinic against Marcus all. <laughs> and no, I see bucks winning this game, but I don't want to touch the spread. I see bucks winning the game and Pascal Siakam going for North of 30 points. Uh, that's going to be one of those games where someone on the Raptors goes off and they, and they don't get, they don't get close enough and they end up getting the L. So a little bit iffy because the money line uh, spread right there, or the money line uh, odds right now are not great with Bucks minus 290. So if I'm not really feeling the spread, you may just avoid that game. Again, want to remind our listeners, you don't have to bet on every game. Kyle, not even talking about Lakers because LeBron, groin, AD, ankle, whatever, they're resting up for the playoffs. They, they, they frankly don't care throwing in the towel in regular season. The game to watch tonight is Pacers Heat, Jimmy Buckets, TJ Warren have had beef. TJ Warren is going absolutely banana sandwich in the bubble. Best player what in the bubble. What do you bubble. like for this game? So, for, do you know what the line is? I didn't check this one. Right now, we've got Heat minus four over the Pacers. It opens, however, at Heat minus two and a half. Okay. So, money's pouring in on the Heat right now. I seldom do this on this podcast. I am all in on where the money is this time. I do. I, it makes too much sense to bet plus four on the Pacers with TJ Warren being the best player in the bubble. It makes way too much sense that that's the way that you should go. It makes way too much sense that Jimmy, who's been kind of inconsistent in the bubble, missed a few games. I, I, like, you know I like momentum, so I do want to definitely side with the Pacers, right? Like, I, I really, you know how good it would feel to, th- you know, to drop a, a big bet down on TJ Warren. He goes off for 40 points, writes the wrongs against that battle with Jimmy Butler, and then they win. It'd be great, but I just yeah. can't do it because it makes too much sense for the way the storyline in the bubble is happening. So, I think Jimmy comes back today, and I think the Heat play well, and they win by seven or eight points. I, I do. I, I don't think the Pacers I, I, can keep keep this up. I, I don't think so. 
I'm so happy that you, very ill with your horrific fever right now because you are on an absolute tear, are, t- are having this take because I am in total agreement with you. Here's what I think. I think TJ Warren scores a lot of points today, but Definitely. I think he plays very I think he plays very inefficiently. I think he scores or he shoots probably 30% from the field if that. And then he 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 probably goes he probably goes and has north of 30 points but doesn't play efficiently enough for the Pacers to come out and cover their spread. I really 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 like the Heat minus 4. Uh, I, I liked him better at two and a half, but we missed that line. I'm going with Heat minus four. I think TJ Warren has a day and he continues to be hot, but he doesn't play efficiently well enough and wastes uh, wastes some some missed shots and and they're not going to pull out the win. So I really like Heat. I'm glad you're taking that. I mean, yeah, and the other thing too, that TJ Warren versus Jimmy Battle, you you know how it is as a basketball player. Sometimes if you get roped into the personal beef during a game, it becomes a game within the game, and suddenly it's TJ Warren versus Jimmy one on one, and they're just trying to win that battle versus trying to win the team game. Not saying that's yep. what's going to happen, but considering the implications, considering how much they've talked since the last time that they played, um, considering TJ's going out of his mind and Jimmy is sort of MJ-esque and that he needs absolutely nothing to take offense to anything, yep. he just everything is okay. I'll, I'll take that personally, and then he's right back at it. So the way I look at it is, it's going to be a long day, uh, even if the Pacers come out victorious. And I'm okay betting on Jimmy Butler in the Heat uh, against you know. TJ having having an overwhelming day again. So give me heat plus four. I'm going to ride with the public on this one. I'm going to ride minus with four. Minus four. Heat minus four. Heat, heat minus four. Sorry. I'm going to ride with them. I'm going, to ride, I'm going to ride with the money. I love that. I'm taking that as well. Kyle, let's lock it in. So please, please, please lock these picks in, folks. We've been very, very hot. Um, I definitely think I'm going to just pencil in the heat one. That's how confident I am with that. Um, but yeah, everything else just, you know. Whatever you feel like. You don't got to bet all these games. You can bet one. You can bet all of them. You know, as you've seen with our track record, we seem to win way more often than we lose, which is strange for anybody. But It's a good personality trait that we've got going, isn't it? it Just winning it, more than losing. It's it, it is. You know, you know, Jensen, there's a lot of podcasts out here who are 30, 40, 50 hour long betting podcasts, and they go over a bunch of picks and analysis, and they just kind of hover over the 500 mark. We're, we're doubling it up, and I just think that's got to at some point. You just got to really look and appreciate the brilliance of these big brains of ours. And we're good good people, Kyle. We're good Samaritans. We're giving people free picks, free money, locked it in in a quick hitting. We're not even overanalyzing. We're giving people what they need to bet on, and it's an automatic lock win. All you got to do, listen. Please uh, bet at your own risk. Uh, Every every type of legal disclaimer, not telling you to go gamble your life savings. But that being said, heat are covering the spread today. Exactly. So on that note, we're going to let you guys get out, let you guys lock these picks in with us. And again, look forward to joining us again tomorrow as we keep winning because that's all we do here. So Jensen, take it away. Man, I love this daytime basketball. We haven't even talked MLB because my eyes have just been glued to the screen of uh, a basketball. It's great. Anyway, glass half full while it half empty. Whistle wagers. Let's get it. Take it easy, guys.